You're listening to Bellwether's podcast with Matthews Joseph. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning into the Bellwether's podcast. This is Matthews Joseph, and today we have Amy Kruvila from Australia with Ruby Road Project on our show. So a bit of about Amy. Amy started Ruby Road Project with her sister Lydia, who's they're both twins, by the way. They started this in 2012 after their visit in 2011 to India. And we'll be hearing more about that. But a little bit extra about Amy. She's also been to study at BSSM Bethel School at Reading in California since 2017. So it, it, trust me, guys, it's actually one of the best schools in the world. And it is actually awesome experience. So we'll be hearing a lot more about the Ruby Rod Project, BSSM, and the future of those projects. So let's welcome Amy Kruvilla to the show. Welcome, Amy. Thank you so much, Matthew. It's so good to be with you. Yeah, it's awesome. You know, so you know, uh, we're gonna get uh, just get started. So, uh, do you mind introducing uh, uh, yourself? I mean, about Ruby Road Project mm-hmm. and you know about BSSM. You know, just a quick expansion of what I just said. Yes. Yeah, so um, I can share a little bit about how we started, if you want, or I can share. I'll start with what who we are, Ruby Road Project. Where uh, we are very small, but we our aim is to raise awareness of sex trafficking and to uh, partner with already established smaller not for profits to raise their profile and to raise support for them. That's basically our mission, our aim, and our mission. And uh, that has we started in 2012, but I'll share that a bit, a little bit about that later. BSSM is Bethel School of Supernatural Ministry. So supernatural often scares people, but it's actually really good. The founder is Chris Valentin. actually wanted to put that in there to, to sort of get people a little bit sort of shocked and surprised by the word supernatural. And I've been studying there for three years and it's uh, really marked my life. It's changed my life and shaped my life to who I am today. And um, I am so grateful for the opportunity to go there. It's in Reading, North California, and being there um, really, really just um, have, it's it's now launched me into what I'm about what I'm about to do in my next season. Wow, that's that's awesome. I mean, so you guys, that's an intro about Amy. But yeah, we'll be hearing a lot more. So we're gonna get more about uh, in depth about Ruby Road Project. So here's yeah. my first question: How did two twin sisters visiting India in 2011? end up with starting a non-profit organization in Australia. So that's like a totally yeah. different from India to Australia. So doing that, yeah. it's, like, it's totally crazy. I mean, it's not something that everybody tries in the world. So it's actually something that was different. So would you mind yeah. uh, sharing the flashback behind this? Totally. Yeah, for sure. So it, it would actually have begun. I grew up in India. My dad is from Kerala originally and my mom is from India. Hey. But we say, yeah, <laughs> the Malayalis. <laughs> so we actually uh, grew up in Tamil Nadu, South India. And um, it was actually when I was 12 years old that I remember I first was uh, heard about sexual exploitation as a 12-year-old girl. But I, I say that, I often say that when there's, um, the Lord deposits a seed in your heart, and often it's a seed about something he's going to do in your life. And when he deposits the seeds, there's seasons of watering, and then there's a season of fruition. And so I remember there's distinct seasons where you, re- where you recognize a seed being deposited. And that was when I was 12. That was a seed to the, the, the seed of the passion to fight against sexual exploitation was when I was 12. That was sown in my heart by the Lord. And I was given a book about a girl that was um, exploited, basically. And I remember reading it. And when I was 12, a 12-year-old girl, I was just like, 
such a heavy book for a 12 year old girl. Right. But I just remember at that age, I was like, God, like, I want to go there and fight for these women. It was in Middle East. And, and I just, you know, what can a 12 year old do? Right. <laughs> 12. But fast forward to 2011 and, and Lydia had a, had, didn't have the same sort of background, but in terms of just the, the passion and the seed to fight against this was sown in a different way. And for, we both went to India on a holiday thinking we were just going to go and, you know, just to visit family and things like that. And um, she took her husband as well, my brother-in-law, James, to where we grew up in Tamil Nadu. And we got connected with an organization called Freedom Firm. They're an organization based in India. And they're doing incredible things. They, they are, uh, since then, I've researched a lot of organizations and I haven't met many that do such such tremendous uh, such a tremendous role um they do they do rescue rehabilitation and reintegration it's very rare to see an organization that does all of that so well and they do that so well and so we're in Tamil Nadu we met this organization and there was a girl a young girl there called Asha who wanted to share her story with Lydia and I and we said yeah that'd be awesome so we sat down with her and I'll never forget um, you know, sometimes I go back to that moment because that was where the Lord just then reignited that vision and that's, you know, reignited that. And um, she shared her story of how she'd been trafficked from the age of 15. She'd been sold into a brothel in Mumbai, Mumbai. And uh, it, basically, I mean, I won't go into the full story, but basically she had tried to commit suicide multiple times with the Lord saved her from that and the day before the day before she was rescued she cried out and said if there is a god will you rescue me like get me out of here and then the day after the parlor the the bethel sorry the brothel <laughs> the brothel was raided and um she was rescued out so she's sitting here sharing the story with us and um you can imagine how we felt just you know first girl we'd ever met that had been trafficked it just it just went really deep into our hearts and uh we walked away from there different like we walked away from meeting her different and uh we came back to Australia and Lydia and I both knew that we couldn't uh we couldn't stay the same and we had to do something about this so that's where it began wow I mean that's you know that's pretty shocking I mean mm-hmm. I'm still like in the shock I mean that's like it is it was intense i mean it's pretty intense i mean what you know what things happen i mean most third world countries are developing countries like india and um, in mostly in south southeast asian countries and african countries traffic human trafficking has become one of the main uh, it it has become a main criminal activity these days you know, mm-hmm. it has actually totally changed up and you know raising up and you know get starting up to st- uh, you and your twin sister raising up to start an organization like this that's I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's far more than incredible. I mean, with God guiding you and with you guys having set up a vision for this. I mean, this is huge. I mean, you know, it is literally huge. Uh, but so what, uh, how challenging was it to start an organization like this? I mean, that too, in a country like Australia, where, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, a highly developed country and, you know, where you just came from a developing country to a highly developed country. So how hard was it to start an organization like this uh, based in Australia? You know, I think it was more that uh, for us, I just want to say that for us, we are about, uh, not about reinventing the wheel. You know, we don't want to do what everyone else has done. And so when we came back, we're like, okay, what is out there? Uh, What is already out there? What is being done? Um, So there was a lot of research involved in starting. But, you know, Matthew, like I was saying that when God has put a vision in your heart, um, like we were saying earlier, like he often, 
it's like it it needs to be overwhelming if it's you know you had that saying like if it's if god gives you if a vision you know if your vision is not intimidating to you then there's a good chance that it is insulting to god it was by pastor steven yeah. fertick yeah yeah and so if the vision isn't big big bigger than you then you probably need a bigger vision right like if we can go yeah i can do that then maybe it's not uh, not big enough and so you know even with with, with what i'm about which I'll, i'll share later what i'm about to do it's like there's moments where we've been overwhelmed but uh so we did research about it and we researched where there was a need and we realized that where there was a need was support for for smaller not for profit organizations and so you know Lydia and I've been very blessed in that we have uh connect we're singers that's our background and so we here in Australia we were well networked with musicians and people who are you know audiovisual people and things like that so our desire was to put on events um events to raise awareness we felt like that was something we could do and um we also don't want to put on events that everyone else has done we we're all about like just innovative stuff. So we want to do stuff that's creative, stuff that other people haven't done. Um because people people don't want the same more boring stuff, right? So um yeah, that that's kind of where we felt and also I think people um it what's challenging is that there are so many organizations out there. The issue of sex trafficking uh, comes like I I feel like it comes and and goes in waves in terms of people like to ride a wave of it because you know, I don't know if you've seen that recently the whole thing about child trafficking is sort of becoming you know and and the the problem is people tend to sometimes ride the wave of trafficking and then it dies down and then people die down with it and there are people that are continuing to work in this area day in day out even when it's not the fad or the latest you know the latest thing in the social on social media it's, and so it's more like a roller coaster so sometimes it's yes. up sometimes it's yep. down you know yeah, some, when it's down nobody i mean nobody lo- looks into it but when it's up <laughs> everybody puts their eyes into it you know yeah yeah so i i made a post recently about that because you know um it, it, i think it's just the way life is people kind of people like to kind of follow the wave of something and um i just hope that people get on stay on the wave you know i think because it is it's it's hard work you know i think people need to realize that starting an organization especially one like this where you know um it's not like hollywood paints trafficking you know like go out there save a girl you know things like that it's <laughs> it's really that's what people think it is and when they realize it's actually slow burning patient work um it's not like what you see on television trafficking isn't like what you see on television and that's the biggest thing that that needs to be broken the myth that needs to be broken right most of the time it's 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 just you know it's it's more subtle than that it's more subtle than that and um that's kind of what um i do when i go to india I've taken teams over to india cambodia and educating them about what it looks like it's very subtle it's not what people think it looks like and fighting it is 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 um it takes a lot of patience fighting it takes a lot of patience and um it's it's not for the faint of heart like it really is something that the lord needs to put in your heart to do in order to fight that's what i str- i strongly believe oh, wow that's like you know you know it's it's actually massive you know what you guys are doing i mean you know what you said, said like you know it's like the things like how it see what we see in hollywood or what we see in the movies yeah. i mean it is just i mean i i would say it's like one by 100th of something that is happening i mean there's a whole other back picture to it than we see i mean there's more to it than meet that it meets the eye and there's a lot of things involved there's a lot of people involved there's a lot of uh activities that is like so bad that we cannot discuss over here i mean that it's how that how bad it is mm-hmm. and people standing up i mean i honestly was like you know i thought this was like uh, an issue that was like 
uh, not that much up to the mark. So I thought like some people mm-hmm. like, you know, make a big fuss of it. I mean, most people do. I mean, I think that is like, you know, most people think that this is actually highly overrated. You know, some people or like some oh, people yeah. think, think it's like highly underrated. You know, that's like most people think as a mindset. But, you know, when like people like, I know one one person, I, like we were discussing earlier, like about Christine Kane. So Christine Kane was one person that who I actually saw when that's when I actually got the insight about how, dangerous how massive this industry is and you know even though it's yeah. built up on an illegal one and when mm-hmm. she actually brought up the statistics in one of her instagram posts mm-hmm. i was overwhelmed i was like wow that is that is amazing that is huge okay. you know it is like it is yeah. it is like it's I, I don't know i don't have words to say it's like it's shocking it's more revealing and you know you actually have no idea you actually never had an idea that this thing was going on in this world as you were growing up. I mean, every day you're growing up, something exactly. bad is happening to another child, maybe your age, maybe your sister's age, maybe younger than you. I mean, it is happening all around the world. And, you know, I think it is like, that is like one of the main reasons that I want you over here. I mean, like, that's why we actually mm-hmm. had you over here because, you know, the vision that you had and also spreading that, you know, this is not a child's play or this is not something that you can actually take lightly. It is something that needs to be taken very seriously. And I think every person in this world, every single person can contribute to this. I mean, that's what I believe. But, mm-hmm. you know, this is actually, you know, very huge. And mm-hmm. I mean, moving on, but how, how far do you think that how much has this, uh, has the vision of the Ruby Road Project expanded over the years? Yeah, yeah, that's a good question because, uh, you know, um, we've, we've put on multiple events from, from 2012 to, you know, when I, then I got, I felt the Lord call me to, as you know, to Bethel in, in 2017. And, you know, I, uh, I was, there was a lot of uncertainty about where Ruby Road was going to go from there because my sister Lydia had her second baby. And so she was very in baby land, you know, at that time. And, <laughs> and so our team, we had, a, we had a, a solid team that were with us at that time that would put on events with us and things like that. They felt like they couldn't do it without Lydia and I there. And, you know, fair enough, because we were the key drivers of, of, of our organization. So we decided to sort of put a pause to the Ruby Road project and um, wasn't quite sure. You know, my heart was like, yep, definitely be picking it up. I just know that this is what I'm called to do, you know. But then the Lord sort of tweaked the vision a little bit. Um, and, and that's kind of where we're heading at the moment. So we're kind of, we're still who we are, but like we're kind of tweaked a little bit and, uh, like I see us as having multiple arms, and at the moment we're we're focusing on um, I'm developing a, a school program to take into India, and uh, the again you know about the the Lord sowing a seed, and I, I hope and I really believe people listening to this, like I actually believe that there are going to be people listening to this that are going to recognize um, moments where there was a seed sown, but they don't didn't know it, um, and this is actually going to speak to them about a seed that was sown by the Lord, but they didn't realize it was a seed sown by the Lord. And um, I believe that it's going to actually spark people who are going to actually start to do things that they thought was just this like, oh, that was just a thought. That was just a dream. That was just like a desire. They're going to realize it was actually a dream sowed by the Lord, um, a vision that he put in their heart. And so in 2015, (laughs) I keep going into dates, but I was watching a a documentary called uh, India's Daughter. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's like one of the, I think it was like one of the biggest, the Delhi issue, the Delhi rape case. That's it. Yeah. One mm-hmm. of the most shocking things that happened in India. Mm-hmm. One thing that actually opened all of our eyes. I mean, that actually, you know, broadened our perspective was that issue. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. know, it's it was bad, but you know, we can talk we can't talk much about 
details about it but you know that was actually you know india started that documentary i mean yeah. even though before that you know the newspapers had a lot about this issue and this was one of the main things you know that was like an eye opener to the youth of india and you know yeah. they, and then things started coming up and people started you know, a lot of organizations formed after this issue happened i, I still remember yeah, well. i think i was in my school days you know when i was seeing this and you know i i, I mean it was it was really heartbreaking to see something like that mm-hmm. but then you know i i i still feel like you know over the years a lot of organizations has come up to fight sex trafficking and human trafficking yeah. and even child trafficking in india i mean i believe like you know there's like a lot of more organizations that is going to come up in africa you know in parts of the world where like you know people really think that you know they are not caught or like you know they think like this is still possible i mean i believe that you know there is there are people who are standing up just like you standing up with the ruby rod project you know standing up for something that is like beyond you and i'm i'm actually reminded what bonnie andrews actually told us on the very first episode and i love the yeah. statement he he said this the vision is always going to be bigger than the visionary i mean your vision <laughs> is always going to be bigger than you i mean it cannot yeah. be achieved by you that's like i was saying if it's like if oh, it's not intimidating right. to you then you yeah. know i mean if if it's achievable then there's no point it's not a vision i mean if it if you can achieve it with the resources that you have with the potential that you have and you know i really i really don't think you know that is like a big thing but when you actually have i know something that you actually can do extra and something that you know you, even though you know you are never going to get there you know that is vision i mean i think most organizations actually need right now is a vision and over these episodes i mean the last four to five episodes all people who came over here were still in this one thing vision yeah. how much wow. of a vision can actually make a change in the whole in the whole scenario in your life i mean yeah. not just your organization but if you're like the founder of it i mean if you're like especially when you're the founder it actually not only just shapes your organization but i believe that it shapes you i mean i for example like for the past 6 months i mean i never thought i mean i needed to start the podcast and all but you know it actually came out, i mean i was like planning it for like a later time but you know mm-hmm. i actually had to pre uh, i had to move up the schedule and everything and you know it was i thought it was impossible but you know but that is exactly the vision i mean it doesn't sound it's it does sound impossible and i think mm-hmm. it should and that's how it actually works and i mean the vision yeah. to make a difference and the vision that you can mm-hmm. actually do something i think mm-hmm. that is very 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 huge and that yes, is something that we sure. need to sink into ourselves and always yeah. like you know, to, to listeners you know remember this the vision is always always going to be bigger than the visionary Yeah yeah that's i mean and that's it like so uh again watching the documentary was where the lord put another like again that marking moments you know i call them uh i was watching it and just again feeling very overwhelmed by the issue and um you know i i believe for me the biggest driver to fight this is that sort of burning desire like it's like that i see the i see what's happening and i get so outraged outraged and i let that fuel me to you know that's my fuel to keep going so if i need a reminder of the issue i go back if i need something to keep me going i look back at the issue and i go this this fires me up okay this this gives me the fuel to push forward you know that really is what what keeps me going is like looking at the issue and getting again my heart just breaks for these women these children these people who are involved in this and uh so watching this documentary this lady says something very simple and she said the key to fighting this issue is education and and it something is like a light bulb went off you know it's like ding <laughs> and i went education that's the key but it wasn't just education like education all of a sudden the lord just went education but not in the way that we think and it was an education program and so i was like 
oh, <laughs> so it, it, through that process, the Lord started to show me what it was going to look like. And it, he said to me, and I met Bonnie, actually. I met Bonnie Andrews wow. in, um, in, in uh, Delhi um, uh, just before I went to BSSM. And I didn't know I was going to BSSM. But I shared my vision and he was so on board with the vision. So I had to reconnect with him. But, um, and, and I just felt the Lord say in that meeting, not yet, not yet. And I was like, no, <laughs> but, you know, you've got to wait for the timing, you know, again, with the vision, it has to be the perfect timing or it's not going to, you know, the Lord's timing is perfect. And so for me, it's always listening to him and going, when am I supposed to do this? It's the vision from you. It doesn't mean it has to happen now. You have to show me when it's the right time. And so it wasn't until December, 2019 that I was on a plane from America to Australia um, that the Lord reignited that again. And I, I was sent a video um, about uh, the rape culture in Haryana. And it's, a, just, oh. this, it's a, just a horrific video. You know, children, women, men saying that women are just as responsible for rape than men. Like, I couldn't believe I was hearing that because the school program, my vision, is to do the very opposite, to change the mindsets of young children about women about the whole, you know, it, there's a patriarchal society that just is the undercurrent of, of India, right? And it, there is this concept that women are subservient, that women, um, basically that's the, that's the whole way that the culture runs. And my heart is to shift that, to change that, and to get people to think about, to respect women, to, to change all of that. And I believe that that is one of the ways to tackle um, sexual exploitation, to tackle rape, you know, um, so that's the vision. It's massive. It's so big, isn't it? But uh, he reignited that in December. And, uh, and he said to me, you know, I'll never forget, I, whenever I share this, I really feel the Lord on it because I had a word from this random guy in November that the date that I was on the plane, the Lord would show me my next season. And sure enough, like that was the date, date where it happened. And I'm sitting on the plane. He gives me a download of what it's going to look like. And he said to me, go, it's time. Like he literally said, it's time, it's time. It was almost like the light was amber. It was red, you know, the traffic light amber. And then he went green. And now he's like, go, go, go. It's time, it's time, it's time. And so, you know, I was like, what's that going to look like? Like, how is it? And now I'm here in Australia in lockdown for like six months nearly. And this is the time where I'm preparing it and, you know, just developing the program and waiting for the doors to open in India to be able to roll the program out into schools. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. I mean, I am actually going to book you right now. And like once your the next phase of your Ruby Road project is success, awesome. yeah. I want yeah. you actually back with the podcast and yes. telling the stories about that. So I mean, okay. I'm actually awesome. asking for an advanced reservation. So I believe, yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, <laughs> because yeah, yeah, it's going to be awesome. I mean, I believe like this next season that is ahead of you. I mm-hmm. mean, the with, with I mean, with the Ruby Road project, I mean, your vision. I mean, I, I'm saying so much about vision these days. I mean, yeah. you know, yeah, because... Yeah. This one actually is particularly very, very crucial. I mean, because you had your vision. I mean, you and your sister had this pocket. This is what we need to do. And, you know, this is what we are going to set to do. And, you know, when your organization actually had that, that made a difference. I mean, it mm-hmm. might be, a, I mean, it might not be a million, million people, but even if it's one person, you know, that's a huge thing. I mean, that's what I mean. I mean, I mean, that's what like, we you know, we need to do. I mean, even though I was like telling my team the other day, you know, even if it's one person that is being influenced yeah. by this podcast or inspired yeah. by this podcast, mm-hmm. that's more mm-hmm. than enough. I mean, it just starts with one so person. And that's I it. think yeah. we all need to learn that. I mean, the one thing that, you know, especially my generation, 
Oh, I actually like uh, we we actually like we need a short shortcut to success. I mean, we just want we we just want the end result. We don't want to go to the process. I mean, I mean, I'm not offending anybody, but I I think like you know that's like the most issue with most of us. And you know, we don't want to go to the process. I mean, whenever like we we start something, okay, we need we we need everything, the big numbers. We don't want to adjust the small numbers. But I think like you know, it's like more than the quantity. I think it's like the quality that matters. I mean, the quality of things that you're, the quality of the service that you're providing. I mean, what you're doing. I mean. even though it's like you know an organization that fights trafficking i mean the service that you provide i mean you know you rehabilitate them you take them from wherever they are and they rehabilitate them give them education give them proper clothing food and water i mean the basic shelter that is needed and then you actually uh, actually give them another place to stay in and you know you help them develop themselves that's actually something very huge and you know even though it's like one person i mean i believe like you know you have made a lot of difference in a lot of people's lives and i'm actually happy for that i mean even i am actually like you know i'm still i mean i never knew the whole story behind this i mean even though i mean i knew the vaguely uh, the story from your website and from your bio and from people but mm-hmm. i never knew like you know the intense story about this like this huge and you know yeah, even yeah. I, i'm actually lost for words i mean i never get the situation <laughs> <laughs> i mean when people actually come That's over good. here I'm like yeah yeah it's like the first time i'm actually <laughs> totally speechless i mean you know mm, i'm still uh, wow. I, i'm still you know hampering i mean i'm still like you know what i'm going to say next so yeah <laughs> i'm still in that situation but you know this is actually huge i mean what the ruby road project has been i mean yeah. most people actually yeah. see the big time ones i mean the vc only the big time mm-hmm. organizations but you know i think we actually you know this is actually something when your project has been actually been going to be a light to others who want to start this and i believe like you know some of them are going to get inspired and you know some of them are going to contact you and yeah for your information guys uh, the links to amy crilla and ruby road project as is, is there in the podcast description so do check it out you know it, it, trust me it's going to be a lot more helpful and you you can you can reach out to her anytime and she's she's a super friendly person and she's a super nice person so you know you can hit her up anytime so moving on like to a very last question mm-hmm. and i think this is like one of the most important questions that i have mm-hmm. ever asked on this podcast and also the very most important question to uh, which is uh, which is in reference to any person i mean i had this question a lot of times in my mind and yeah. i'm 101% sure that a lot of people who are around the world had the same question so i'm going to ask it out how do you think an individual a person at any part in the world can stop human trafficking and what role does each person play in this big uh, picture yeah i mean that's a really good question and i think uh, personally my my answer is looking at the issue it's it's very multifaceted so the issue of trafficking is very multifaceted and therefore the the solution is also multifaceted. So I would say know that one person can make a difference and we're talking about you know when we look at the issue it's overwhelming in its in its entirety because we go oh my gosh millions like this is just the figures right like we're just like this this is this is too much for my brain to handle I can't people just get overwhelmed and then discouraged to do something. So not letting your overwhelm discourage you to do something. Think about the fact that one person and one life like you can influence it's about the one person and that's what i think of that one person asha asha the woman i met the young woman i met like i think of her and i'm like if i can if i can if i can rescue her out of a brothel if i can if i can mean that she if i can rescue one woman from being 
prevent one woman from being raped in India. If I can empower one woman to stand up for herself, then I've I've done something. So I would say focus on the one rather than the the millions, right? Um, and I would also say look look for where you're most passionate about because this issue isn't just about rescuing children. There's also other issues like legal issues. You know, like you can you can fight it through through the legal side of things, like looking into the judicial aspect of even like my heart's also that. Matthews, like I, I also have a heart, and if anyone's listening and, and you're that this touches your heart, connect with me because I'm looking. I'm also. I feel like the Lord's also placed a burden for rape victims in India, and so um, that's also a massive side of things where um, where we need people who who are skilled with writing policies and who can help uh, petition the government, you know, to make changes, things like that. So look, look, research the issue, research it, look into it. If you want to contact me, please do because. Um, it is overwhelming when you look at the whole thing, but if you break it down, then you look at where the solutions can lie and where do you fit into this? Like where, where does your giftings lie? So am I gifted in an area that I can help an organization? Like, can I, can I do graphics? Can I do, you know, even graphics and things like that is so needed. Like, you know, even <laughs> I would love someone who can do graphics. So where, 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 where do my giftings, where can my giftings help? You know, God gives us gifts for a reason and it's not just to, tickle people's, you know, ears and eyes, right? It's it's to make a difference. And, you know, when, when you're talking about, like, I, I felt like when you were talking, I felt like the word influence. Like, you know, like you said, this generation wants quick, 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 quick. But if you really want to influence, it requires you to, like, actually dig deep and 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 get settled in for the long haul, you know? If you want to influence, it's going to take time. And I think Bonnie even mentioned that about, like, the time it takes, you know? It's not just something that happens like that. It takes time. It takes patience. And God's often more concerned about what he's doing in your life as well than what he's doing through you. So often it's the character building as well that he's doing through you as well in this process. So, yeah, I don't know if that helps in that. That answers your question. I mean, yeah, that's that's pretty much, you know, and you every person can make a difference. I mean, even if it's yeah. one person. I mean, if you look at around the world, I mean, you take at any person, uh, any person who is actually having a, a multi-billion dollar empire right now or a person who's actually standing, but let's take uh, Christine Kane, for example. I mean, she started yeah. out as one. So she actually knew that she actually yeah. had to start. And so did, I mean, if you take on the other hand, Bill Gates, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, which is actually doing a, a lot of humanitarian work in India, especially. It actually started with Bill Gates, who actually thought he should start Microsoft. Mm-hmm. I mean, it all started with him. And even yeah, take Steve Jobs. True. I mean, he thought he, he needed to change the design of the phones and he started with the one button Apple. I mean, it yeah, all started wow, wow. with one person. I mean, mm-hmm. all around the world, you take Elon Musk, you take uh, you take uh, you take Jeff Bezos, or you take any person, for example, Mark Zuckerberg, or everybody mm-hmm. who actually has made a huge difference. Even Bonnie Andrews. I mean, you know, he yeah. actually even did it. Yeah. I mean, it all started with him. I mean, the, it all started with exactly. one person, mm-hmm. and I believe you know that can make a difference. I mean, even if you're alone. I mean, but, you know, there are a lot of others fighting beside in you in this huge battle. And you just don't see it because it is not visible to us because we are not connected. But in you know, organizations like these, I mean, when we actually do awarenesses like these, I believe that people get get connected. I mean, some people who actually stand up for things like these can connect with you. And, you know, okay. you can actually help them out. And, you know, there might be someone who can help you out as well. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. not sure. I mean, it, I mean, we, we never know because, you know, when we do this exactly. podcast, I mean, 
I mean, podcast, blogs, and all these things, the main part is, it's more like a backend thing. I mean, we just spread it out and we don't know how many yeah. lives get changed. Exactly. Or, you know, only yeah. unless and until we get an email or something, that's only we, we end, okay, wow, this something happened. Or someone reaches yeah. out to say, okay, hey, I'm I'm going to do this. I'm, I'm inspired by this. And I'm like, oh, that's awesome. I mean, we only get like, you know, one, I mean, we, we don't get it every day. And, you know, if people like, you know, if people used to write for everything, I mean, I believe we would have got a lot of emails and queries about how, how much we are inspiring people. And I believe mm-hmm. that. And I, I firmly believe that. So, okay. I mean, you know, it's like the back end thing. So, but still, mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of people who are actually getting inspired and a lot of people who are standing up to st- fight against all these things. And you know, just so like you heard, heard Amy Carrera speak, every person matters and you all can make a difference even if you're standing alone and there's going to be a huge people that in these weeks and i believe that we are going to see the race in the next 10 years a lot of people are going to stand up for issues like these and i believe that there's going to be a huge empowerment change in this world that is going to happen with people like people like us and you know it all starts when you make one step forward and it all takes is one step and you know i believe that you know people actually need to take sing that in and you know take take that stand because every one person can make a huge difference. Mm-hmm. So again, you know, that's, you know, that's all, but, you know, I mean, it's, this was like, I mean, I would say this is like one of the most intense sessions I ever had, you know, because I mean, this is like a totally different subject that we mm-hmm. actually had. We had influencers, we had CEOs. I mean, we had uh, different people. I mean, we different sharing, different ideas, but this is something that we never had, you know, we actually, this is like something, I don't know. It is like totally to, uh, totally disruptive. I mean, I'm still shock, shocked, you know, when you gave yeah. the statistics and you were talking about how things are. I mean, mm-hmm. it is pretty, it is pretty, it is pretty, you know, huge. But you know, I believe that, you know, uh, this is going to be one of the most influential episodes from a podcast mm-hmm. as well, because I believe mm-hmm. a lot of people are going to know about this. And I believe like a lot of people are going to get touched by this. And I firmly believe That's so that. Yeah. So yeah. Yep. So, you know, is there anything else that you want to share, you know, as a final note from Amy Cruella? Yeah, I mean, I I would say um, don't, if, if you feel something burning in your heart and you're letting the, over, the overwhelming feeling of that vision stop you, don't let it stop you because when it's a burning vision, it's from the Lord. I can guarantee you that if it's a vision that doesn't die down, like if, it, if it's still intense in your heart two years on, then I'm telling you it's a vision from the Lord. And then you just need to ask him, you just need to step forward. Like if you're listening to this and you've got, you've had a vision, if it's not even, not necessarily even sex trafficking, if it's anything that God's put in your heart to fight against an injustice or whatever it may be. uh, And it's been in your heart since you're little or even the last few years, I believe that God is saying it's time to step up and you might not know what the next step is. Take that first step. Take that first step and I'm telling you, I promise you, he will provide for you. He will give you, he, he's so faithful in giving you, giving you the next step and giving you um, more clarity in the vision. So, yeah. Well, that was awesome. But thank you so much again, Amy. Kurela. My absolute pleasure. Thank you. Yeah, thank I you. mean, you know, so to the guys who are hearing us, this is, this was Amy Cruella on the first phase of Ruby Road Project. And the yeah. next phase is going to be in Mumbai. And, you know, a lot of things are going to happen. Yeah. So we're going to have yeah. we're going to have another interview after the success of yeah. the next phase of it. So she's going to share a lot more about that, how her vision is actually expanding with every phase that she's reaching. So again, once again, thank you so much, Amy Cruella. And to the people thank who are listening, to us yeah you're welcome and so the people who are actually listening to us 
All the, all the links to Amy Gurula, Ruby, or Project are again in the podcast episode description. Do not hesitate to reach out to her. She's a very mm-hmm. friendly person and she'll let you know everything. And if you want to collaborate with her, she's actually welcome to do that too. And, you know, and if there's anybody like who wants to start an organization, you know, you want to reach out, do reach out to us and, you know, just, just hit us up. I mean, no, the email, email and all the websites are put up in the description of the, of the podcast. So it's just, you guys just have to reach out to us and we can connect you with so many people that we know, and it's going to be beneficial for you as well. So don't, don't stop at anything, you know, just like, you know, it's just one mail, you know, or one Instagram, Hey, that might change your life. I mean, you know, I just asked her, Hey, can you do this? And she was like, yeah. And this has actually been a road changer for me. So, you know, (laughs) it might be the same for someone else like that. So, Do not hesitate to reach out to us. So once again, thank you so much. Thank you, Amy. Thank you to all our listeners. You guys are awesome. And so stay tuned. And next week, we'll have someone else with a new story and with a new vision and how it is all working out for them. So thank you so much for listening. Stay tuned to Bell With Us podcast. 